is Flames Talk with Pat Steinberg on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Well, the season is done. Players have cleaned out their lockers, and now it's all about the offseason for the Calgary Flames. But, boy, there was a lot to sink your teeth into on locker cleanout day on Friday for the Calgary Flames, and uh, two players in particular were very much in the limelight, and we're still talking about it uh, well after what we saw Friday at the Scotiabank Saddledome. What's going on? Welcome to Flames Talk Extra. It's Pat Steinberg along with you, host of Flames Talk on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. Uh, go ahead and subscribe if you'd like to be a part of the podcast. And on this edition of Flames Talk Extra, I guess two things from what we saw on Locker Cleanout Day on Friday, and then one question that lingers as we look ahead to next week for the Calgary Flames. But let's, let's start with this because Michael Backlund is the longest tenured member of the Calgary Flames. He enters he like very like a, a number of other members of the Calgary Flames. Uh, he enters the final year of his contract next season. He just turned 34 in March, and he's got one year left on his deal. Longest tenured member of the team, only third player in franchise history to play in 900 games with the team. But now all of a sudden, there's some real questions about what his future might look like with the Calgary Flames. This was Friday at Locker Cleanout Day. Let's listen to what Michael had to say here. Uh, it's kind of... Um... We'll see what happens. Um, um, I, I mean, I've live, I live been here for a long time, and I love Calgary. I love this organization. Um, uh, but um, the way year we've had, uh, I'm 34 years old. Uh, I want to win the Stanley Cup. And, uh, you know, um, I, uh, so uh, I don't know this summer uh, what's going to happen. Um, if they uh, even if they even if they offer us anything or me, um, uh, you know, I might want to see what this group can do before I make a decision. So that was Michael Backlund on locker cleanout day, and I think it's fair to say that was a pretty non-committal answer in terms of what his future looks like. Now, there's a few things here. I, I, I respect him talking about wanting to win a Stanley Cup, and he'd la- later go on to say that he'd like to win a Stanley Cup in Calgary. That would be the the number one dream. I, I think Michael Backlund's still playing at a very high level. I really do. And and I think there is absolute value in the Flames this offseason going to him and seeing if you can get him to sign a, uh, an extension. Get him for two more years on an extension maybe. See if he'll take a little bit of a hometown discount. Maybe three years and he'll take a little bit more of a discount. And then you lock him up in, in what is still some, I think, effective years in his hockey career. He's just coming off the best season of his career at the age of 34. But I I understand the trepidation when you're a Flames fan and say, well, hold on a second. Is this guy wanting to be here for the long term? And so I understand the, I guess, the the thought or the notion that maybe thinking about seeing if there's a new home for Michael might be interesting. But I would still go to him and see if there is some sort of desire for him to re-sign long term. And and again, you know, the organization is able to show him that there's still going to be a a winning group or a team that tries to be a winning group obviously they missed the playoffs this year so they weren't as winning a group as they wanted to be but 
I think that there is still an ability to get him to sign here long term, but you can definitely tell that he's weighing his options right now. And, and look, he's got 900 plus NHL games to his name. He has earned the right to keep his options open. But I guess for this one, and, and the next player we're going to talk about is a little bit different. But for Michael Backlund, I don't think you need to trade him at all costs, even if there is a thought he might not re-sign with you at the end of his contract. Because a couple things. If He's got one one year left on his deal. He's a drafted, developed player who's only played with the organization. And if he gets to the end of next year and you don't trade him in the offseason this year, you don't trade him at next year's trade deadline, and he gets to the end of his contract, he doesn't want to re-sign in Calgary, and he leaves after 15 seasons as a member of the Flames, I think that's okay. I don't think that's poor asset management, and I think having a guy be with your team for his entire career and 15 years of his entire career and then go elsewhere, I think that's okay, and and I don't think that you need to, you know, kind of go out of your way or, or twist yourself in knots to look at a deal. But the next guy we're going to talk about, that's just my opinion, and that's not to say that you wouldn't trade him because if he tells you this offseason that he's not interested, well, maybe this offseason you do look at a trade, but I don't think it's quite as urgent or as pressing as Elias Lindholm, who's seven years younger than Michael Backlund or six years younger than Michael Backlund, and... We're talking about similar situation in that here's a center iceman entering the final year of his contract, but two things. Number one, his answer was even a little bit more ambiguous, and number two, you're talking about a guy who's 28 years old, and I think this is a situation where you do have to go out of your way to maximize the situation. First, let's listen to Elias. This was his answer when he was asked about signing long-term with the team this summer. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I got one more year, and, and you know, I'll, I'll, you know, kind of look uh, look at at it that way, and, and uh, you know, um, you know, got one more year, and and that's all I can say. And I can tell you that for a little while, there's been a feel that Elias's desire to sign long term with the Flames has been somewhat in uncertain, and and there wasn't a, a huge read as to whether or not there there was that desire to sign beyond this year. And now you hear that on Locker Cleanout Day, and yeah, that that kind of seals the uncertainty. And so here's the tack that I would take when it comes to Lindholm and what comes next. Number one, does it most desirable option, see if you can get him to sign his long-term extension this summer. See if you can get him to sign a seven- or an eight-year extension. For a guy like that, who is kind of a 70-plus, I know he didn't get 70-plus points this year, but I think anyway, Elias Lindholm's kind of a 70, 75-point two-way centerman. Going right for that is kind of in the eight eight $8.5 million range these these days, especially on a long-term deal, especially with him a year away from unrestricted free agency but I still think he's the number one center on this team and 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 I don't think that it makes the most sense by choice to let that guy walk away so number one most desirable option is to get him to sign a long-term deal this summer but if you don't get that done or if you're not getting the vibe you're making progress 
on getting a long-term deal done this summer, this offseason, then I think you got to be okay if you're the Flames in moving them. I think you got to be okay in starting to explore a trade this summer because you need to go out of your way with a 28-year-old in-demand two-way center to not put yourself in the same situation you did with Johnny Gaudreau where he was able to walk for nothing. And look, they were able to, I guess in a lot of ways, be able to come out okay on how last summer went with the trade for Kachuk and, and then signing Nazem Kadri, but you still don't want to lose Elias Lindholm for nothing, not with where this team is right now. So if you're not getting the vibes, at least in my opinion, that he's wanting to re-sign, or if he tells you that he's not interested in re-signing, then you have to be okay with moving him, preferably this summer, because I think you'd get a good return for him. But if you do go into next season with Lindholm on your roster, then the Flames have got to be okay, and they have to promise themselves that does not matter where they are in the standings that they will move him before the trade deadline because I still think you'd get a boatload, boatload for him at the deadline. His contract is a sweetheart right now. It's under $5 million. It's obviously going to go up at the end of this deal, but you're going to be able to fit him in as a team acquiring him very, very easily at the trade deadline. So I still think you'd get a lot for him at the deadline, but you can't put yourself in a spot where if you're the Flames, you say, okay, we're going to risk it. We're doing well. We can't afford to lose this player, so we're not going to trade him at the deadline. That you cannot put yourself in a situation in because then you really risk losing him for nothing. So I think the most desirable option would be to move him this summer if, and again, the far more desirable option is to sign him to a long-term extension, but if you're not getting those vibes, then the Flames have to be okay with uh, with moving on and, and seeing how they can maximize a trade for this guy. Very interesting stuff, and, and I think, you know, just reading the tea leaves and even listening to the two guys, I think there's a better chance that you can get Backlund to sign long term and it sure did feel like Lindholm was was very non-committal but again you throw the right contract in front of him and you're able to lock him up and give him that type of security and give him that eighth year which other teams may not be able to do uh, especially if he gets to unrestricted free agency um, then then maybe you can convince him to stay at the very least on both Backlund and specifically Lindholm you need to give it uh, a very very uh, deliberate try. You need to go out of your way to see if it can happen before you make that decision. And that kind of leads us to the number three point on this edition of Flames Talk Extra. And that's what's going to happen with the general manager because who's making all these decisions? We are expecting to hear from Brad Living early next week, but we haven't heard from him since the season has come to an end. We know that his contract is expiring. And while I believe Elias Lindholm is the number one player personnel issue that the Flames need to figure out. They need to figure out more than anything else who their general manager is going to be this offseason and then they can figure out what's happening with head coach Daryl Sutter. But Brad True Living's fate has got to be figured out here in the very near future. He does not have a contract. There is um, a thought that maybe he's undecided as to whether or not he wants to come back. I know Elliot Friedman has been reporting that you know there have been contract offers. I believe there's a contract offer put on the table to Brad True Living right around when Daryl Sutter got his contract extension while Brad and the Flames didn't end up signing. And 
I believe there's been some other talks throughout the season as well. But again, nothing has gotten done. Now we're in April. Now Calgary's offseason is officially underway, and the GM still doesn't have a contract. So you got to figure that out first. And I am fascinated as to what we're going to hear from him when he speaks to the media early next week like do we obviously we're going to ask him about his contract I don't expect him to give us a whole lot I don't expect him to be really forthcoming because in this situation you're probably going to hold your cards really close to the vest but yeah I uh, I'm fascinated what we're going to hear and then obviously all of the GM and who it's going to be stuff needs to get figured out before you can start figuring out Elias Lindholm's future, before you can start figuring out Michael Backlund's future. Flames Talk is every weekday, 4 till 6 p.m. on Sportsnet 960 The Fan, or would love it if you went and uh, hit subscribe on the podcast. We're available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. A very interesting offseason is just getting underway for the Calgary Flames. My name is Pat Stein. Catch us on Flames Talk, and thanks for being along with us on this Flames Talk Extra.